Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the Old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTTT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored, all-volunteer-powered rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to speak with Jessica Kaiser, a Tucson entrepreneur who has literally taken her business from dirt floors to one of the fastest scaling businesses in the country. But today, we're going to focus on her role as chair of a very special prom. Today is August 20th, 2023. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. And we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android when you get our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. And of course, if you want to uh, connect with us here on the show, you can do that in a lot of ways. We've got a Facebook and Instagram. Life Along the Streetcars or hashtag over there. Uh, and we also, you know, on our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org, you can get more information about us, our show, uh, the, 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 uh, the book we've written, uh, also past episodes, and there's even a contact button on there in case you want to get a hold of us. And uh, you know what else? What else? Oh, so the, the podcast. Check it out so on uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, uh, sometimes if you tell Siri or your smart device to play the Life Along the Streetcar podcast, it pops up. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, it's it's kind of an adventure. I think if it pops up, you're meant to listen. If not, you know, that's maybe not the right time for you to absorb this information about our urban core. It's August. It's hot. It seems to be getting hotter. thought it was going to get cooler. Um, and to counter that, just want to make you aware of Water Wednesdays. It's happening in... Uh, uh, August, Wednesdays from 11 to noon at the Children's Museum in their courtyard. They host different water activities with water balloons, uh, squirt toys, and just trying to keep everyone cool. It's from 11 to noon. It's included with their regular admission. If you want details on their admission uh, or anything else that they're doing down there on 6th Avenue at the Children's Museum, um, head over to uh, their page, Children's Museum's website. We'll also link to that from our Facebook page. If you want to know more about kind of the organization in general, you can put Children's Museum in the search bar on our website, and you'll find the uh, the interview we did with them not too long ago about some of the activities that they've got going on and some big plans in the works. And speaking of plans in the works, we've got Jessica Kaiser, who plans where you work. See what I did there? That's a good segue. Uh, she owns a company called J. Kaiser Workspaces, and uh, she has been outfitting uh, Tucson offices, uh, large and small, for, for some time and built really a great reputation in our community. She's got a beautiful storefront on Congress in the uh, City Park building right next to the Monica. And uh, we had a chance to catch up with her and, and chat about not just uh, what she's doing in her career, but also how she is supporting a, a local nonprofit called IMU360. They have a huge event coming up that uh, Jessica is chairing. And uh, we wanted to find out more about her, the organization, the event, all kinds of great things happening here in Tucson. So our guest today is Jessica Kaiser. And if you are downtown and you are walking around, you can't miss her name because it is boldly uh, uh, listed there on her shop. 
uh, at the uh, the City Park building, uh, Jay Kaiser Workspaces. Um, Jessica, welcome into the show. Thank you so much for having me. It is a, a pleasure. I've I've you know followed you on Facebook for some time, and I've seen all these amazing awards that you get, and it's nice to chat with you. Thank you so much. I mean, that's a true testament to our community of Tucson and how they just do such a good job of you know embracing startups and uh, new business. In my opinion. So, uh, so uh, let me ask about that. So, you, you how did how did they embrace you? What did you how did you get this uh, this mega uh, workspace project going? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I started in my career in commercial furnishings in 2007, which was not a great time to be doing that. Um, but I slowly kind of made my way through um, and really grew to love the industry, commercial furnishings and interior design. I really, really, really took to it. And I worked for a small firm for about six years and kind of came to this crossroads where I realized that there was a lot more that I wanted to accomplish. Um, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, but I, I realized I really needed to go out on my own in order to fully, you know, explore that. And so I took little organic steps of growth along the way. And, and Tucson was there to meet me every step of the way. Um, I had some really great clients that gave me a shot on some huge, huge projects early on when I was still a tenant at Connect Coworking in my little ice box that was eight by 10 foot square, you know, just tiny. And um, because that faith the community had in me, we were able to really be profitable from day one, um, which I think is pretty remarkable for a brand new startup. Um, and we were able to just continue to grow and build a reputation and network in this community. And um, Tucson is so relationship focused that, you know, once you embrace that, you you can really make a mark for yourself here. Wow. And I didn't realize you started in a, in a little cubicle. So we started out at Connect Coworking and I was there for two years and they were so sweet because, you know, we're very product based. And so my little office could only hold so much. So pretty soon I was filling out into the halls with all my chairs and my samples and they were very kind to let me, you know, blur some lines there. But um, in 2014, I saw that Warren Companies had a space release in the building that they occupy at 20 East Congress. And I thought, wow, what a great synergy opportunity if I were to collaborate with Bourne as a tenant, uh, we could really do some great work together. And that's exactly what happened. So I signed a three-year lease in their stinky, dirty, yucky basement. <laughs> we worked together to build out a beautiful showroom that has a lot of shared space. So, you know, we would share break room space and conference room space. And we developed this amazing synergy where, you know, Geico and Hexagon and JTED would have their meetings with Bourne and then we would get introduced and, um, you know, we would end up working together. And so we really did some great projects there. Um, and then when, when 2020 hit, things changed a little bit, as we all know. Um, so we went on to our new phase, which is our very own private showroom at 40 East Congress. Yeah, I, I will tell you the difference, you know, at the, at the Bourne building, it was uh, your name on the door. And now, I mean, it is just your products on display. It's just a beautiful storefront as you're walking by. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm very, very pleased with this space. And this was also a great show when we first started. It's, um, if you if you kind of watch the history of City Park, Hexagon occupied the third, fourth, and fifth floors of this building for quite some time while the ground floor stayed dirt. Um, it was not built out, and even their entry lobby was dirt for quite some time. And so when the, when the idea was proposed to me that perhaps we wanted to take a wing of this building, it just made so much sense. I mean, we've furnished 
everything in this space now except for uh, the Monica. Um, so we have a five-story showroom. And so while it, this is not uh, especially affordable real estate, I really got to put my mark on it and design it exactly the way I wanted it from, you know, dirt to what you see now. Um, and I, I love this space. I love working here. My clients love this space and it's, it's doing the job and even more than just doing the job of showcasing what we do, it gives us a place for our community to come together. We love hosting parties and events here. Wow. So you went from dirt floors to listed as like one of the country's, uh, fastest scaling <laughs> businesses. So that yeah. happened. Yeah, not, not a bad jump there. Get national recognition. At what, what what magazine was that in? So um, Inc. Five Thousand. We've made the Inc. Five Thousand list a few times. I'm very proud of that. In, in 2019, uh, we ranked at 59 percent business growth. And the way that the Inc. Five Thousand work, look, works is they look at your last three years of revenue growth, and they don't look at your staff, which is I always appreciate that because there's local awards I don't qualify for because even as my revenue has grown, my staff stays small, and that's been intentional in some ways. I like um, efficiency. Um, I've seen some problems where companies get too big and the client experience suffers. So I've always wanted to operate very small and still as the CEO and owner have a hands-on approach with all my clients and projects. So yeah, so in 2019, we had 59% business growth. And then in 2020, uh, we were Tucson's fastest growing business on the Inc. 5000 at 274% growth. And we were number 22 in the state. So that was that was really amazing. Wow. Uh, especially as we're all officing at home. And it's yeah, that's, I, I was going to say, you're, you, and, yeah. you're, you're growing at a time when it's very tough uh, in, the, uh, in the business world. So that, that's just tremendous. Thank you. We'll be back to the second part of our conversation with Jessica Kaiser and dig into the uh, nonprofit IMU 360, as well as the upcoming fundraiser that's happening. But first, I want to remind you that uh, you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. And if you head down to the Tucson Gallery, uh, just a couple of blocks away, you'll run into the Jay Kaiser Workspaces, which is uh, Jessica Kaiser, who we're featuring today. First part of the show, we're able to uh, get a history of her from the entrepreneurial side and how she built her business. Uh, and now we want to kind of switch gears a little bit. We're going to get into an a organization called IMU360, doing really incredible things here in our community with a big fundraiser coming up. And uh, Jessica is chairing that fundraiser, so kind of made sense to uh to bring that into the conversation as well what caught my attention especially for this show was that you are now uh partnering with uh, another organization here in tucson that you know in a different way sort of has that same um startup you know that came from very little and is now doing amazing things in our community uh you know the group is called imu 360 and if you've been watching the news, they're getting a lot of positive press. Um, but can you tell me a little bit like how you got involved and what you see in the organization? 
Yeah, yeah, I got to tell you, I'm super excited to be the committee chair for this event that we're hosting in September for ME360. But I've known the founder, Desiree Cook, for a few years now. And this is one of the reasons I just love Tucson. So one of my best and oldest clients, um, his wife became my realtor. And she introduced me to Desiree at a client appreciation event at her home. And so I got to hear Desiree's story on this very personal note. And I was just so inspired by it what she's done where she experienced trauma and got off on the wrong track herself and, um, you know, got into drug use and uh, lost her children and went to prison and then used that time to really heal and improve herself. She did the work and she came out and she was inspired to start this nonprofit that is now doing such an incredible service. She's building tiny homes for children that are aging out of the foster care system. And I cannot think of a more vulnerable segment, right? So the poor children didn't get adopted as foster kids. They've just gone through trauma for 18 years, you know, that they did. And they know they're about to enter the adult world completely unprepared. They don't have a support system. They don't have a network. They don't have the skills. They don't trust the people around them. Um, and you know, her story really resonated with me. I myself was not in the foster care system, but you know what, Tom, I probably should have been. Hmm. Um, I went through a lot as a child. I've experienced all the levels of abuse and neglect and abandonment. And if it wasn't for the people around me that lifted me up and supported me through those really, really critical pivotal moments in my youth, I'd be on hard drugs and homeless myself. I know that I would. But it's the people that came around me when I needed it most that that really, I mean, let's give them credit, right? Like, where would I be otherwise? So when she told me her story about what she's doing, I was just, I was really, really inspired. And so I've donated to the organization. She's doing so many great things. You know, she's building these homes. She also has a... um, it's called a hygiene pantry where she's collecting shampoos and conditioners and various hygiene project products. And she's doing backpack drives. And, um, it's just, it's an incredible, um, amount of effort that goes into this. And so when she came to me and said, you know, Jess, how, how can we collaborate further? What can we do here? Um, the first thing that came to mind is we need to have an event. We need to show the community, first of all, what you've been doing. And second of all, what we're capable of when we come together. And I don't know if you've been to any of my parties, Tom, but they're off the hook. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not yet had that pleasure, but I, I think I'll have to attend this one with, with, um, with Desiree. So she focused on foster care and you had mentioned, I just want to clarify that when, when she went into prison, she lost her children, but she, they went into the foster care system and what did they, did she reunite with them after prison? Do you know, or did they, did they age out? Yes. Yes. No, she was able to reunite with them. And I, I don't know what ages they were, okay. um, but you know, she is remarried and she's rebuilt her family and she's been reconnected with her children, which is wonderful. Yeah. And I, I've met her on a couple of occasions just in passing, you know, at events where she's being honored or recognized and, um, she's just powerful. She's, you know, Desiree just she's a, so dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, she's very dynamic and she's, she's tireless. I mean, she's been working on this organization since, oh gosh, uh, the last seven years. Um, and between you and me, she doesn't take a paycheck. She does this entirely for the good of these children that would otherwise, you know, just be thrown back into the system. There's a, there's a pattern of foster children with a path right to incarceration. Um, it's, it's a model. If, If we don't, take them in our arms. Now they're going to end up homeless and couch surfing and eventually on drugs and eventually back in prison. 
Well, and the, you know, the, the support, you know, as you mentioned, the hygiene, it started with something very simple, things that, that as a, a young adult you need in your life. And, you know, in January, I remember reading an article before I knew about any of this, just about how her organization was building uh, tiny homes and, and had worked yeah. to provide shelter. And with that very specific age group in mind, it's like 18 to 22 yeah, that's correct. And you know what I love so much about this model is it's not a handout. So all you have to do, the kids apply, these young adults apply for the program. Um, they need to be sober um, within the ages of 18 to 22, and they have to just show up and do the program. And so once a month, they're taking life skills classes. They're learning about budgeting. They're learning about real things that are going to help them get through, you know, their early entry into adulthood. And not only are they taking these courses um, and really bettering themselves, they're paying a dollar per square foot for rent. So these tiny homes are 450 square feet. Um, and what happens is half of that $450 a month that they pay goes into an escrow account. And then that is used towards a down payment on their home. So she's really creating it's not just a handout. It is an actual tool that is going to help solve our very real, very downtown problem of homelessness. That is just amazing. I didn't, I, I knew about the education and the training, but I didn't know about the, uh, uh, the savings plan and, and how, you know, you mm -hmm. can, you know, you, you contribute to live there and then you, you do the work and you get that back towards your, your future. That, that is absolutely fantastic. Isn't it phenomenal? It's so great. Are, are you familiar at all with, uh, with an organization called earn to learn? I've heard of it, but I don't yeah. know much about it. Yeah, I need program. to, I, I need to connect uh, all of this together because they do something very similar with, um, they help students get financial aid for college by putting them through a, a, a fairly rigorous training program and, uh, the money that they earn, they get to, uh, use towards their college tuition. And it's just getting, uh, national recognition and uh, a long story. I don't, I don't want to cut too much into this interview, but I need to connect you and Desiree uh, with Kate Hoffman. Yes. There, there's a lot of similarities of this, this, this sense of we have to provide the tools, you know, it's the, let's, okay. let's not give them the fish. Let's teach them how to fish. Exactly. And poverty is so hard to overcome, especially um, now in our current climate where housing is out of control, expensive, um, you know, income is way too low when you're just starting out. Um, and it's just how you get past that barrier. You know, we have to work together to help um, overcome these very real hurdles. So now let's talk about something fun. You've got a tireless leader, someone who has gone through tremendous struggles and turned them into opportunities in our community, someone who has got a, a brilliant smile and a tremendous amount of energy. And she has partnered with someone who I hear throws parties that are off the hook. <laughs> Oh, we've got something coming up here in a few weeks in September, a fundraiser yeah, uh, yeah. that ties into this whole theme. It's it's kind of like a prom, right? Yes. Oh, man, we are so excited. What a better, you know, I, don't, I couldn't think of a better theme than a throwback prom, right? Just to remember what it was like to be our teenage selves. Uh, we are going to have a prom court. We are crowning a Tucson king and queen. We are going to have a party bus. We have an LED light up dance floor. It's all, it's going to be so much fun for a really, really great cause. And, um, you know, when, when Desiree came to me and was like, How, what should we do? And I'm like, yeah, let's talk about that. Um, my very good friend, Shay Wilson, 
Wilson, who uh, essentially co-works with me. He subleases a desk in my showroom um, and does a lot of photography work for us. He has this beautiful venue on Park Avenue that he has offered up for the event. So it's a very romantic vibe. It's going to be all decked out in Havana nights. It's going to be such a fun tropical time for a great, great cause. And we cannot wait to have you all there. That's September 16th. It'll be from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. Um, it, yeah, I just, I cannot express enough how much FOMO you're going to have if you're not there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for, for us old people, uh, what, is, what, what, what are we going to have? FOMO? <laughs> FOMO, fear of missing out. Oh, see, I... I <laughs> I have to learn. And, and since yes, it's a, it's a, is real. it's a, it's a prom. So can I bring my mom like I did for my first prom? Is that, is that, is that okay? Is that, <laughs> she'll, no? So how do people find, how do people find out more? What's, what's like the website, yeah. the, the social media tickets, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yep, you can find us on Facebook. The event is posted on IMU360's Facebook page. It's also posted on Jay Kaiser Workspace's Facebook page. You can go to IMU360.org and there'll be an event link. Um, you can also email me directly at jkaiser at jkaiser.com and I'll be happy to send you all the info. Uh, tickets are available on Eventbrite. They're $125 a ticket, so super reasonable for an event like this. We're going to have a full sit-down dinner. Um, we're really hoping to get Mojo on board. We need some of that Cuban yumminess. So that's next up. Uh, we will have live music and then we'll also have a DJ with dancing. So it's going to be a very full night, lots and lots of fun. Um, and yeah, we hope to see y'all there. Will, will there be uh, alumni of the, uh, the program to, to talk to? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we've got 10 homes constructed already, one of which is a community center. So um, those residents will absolutely be here. They're going to tell a little bit about their story and um, how beneficial the program has been to them and where they would be if they hadn't gotten involved. So yes, there will be an opportunity to meet them as well. Uh, the program is called IMU 360. It was started by a woman named Desiree Cook, whose story, if you don't know, it is a Tucson success story that I think, even though it's been, you know, 10 plus years, is just starting to come to light because she's really having an impact in our community. And uh, our guest today is Jessica Kaiser, who took a business from literally dirt floors to uh, one of the uh, fastest growing in the country and uh, houses downtown with Jay Kaiser workspaces and makes everything uh, when we go to work beautiful and, and relaxing right. and apparently throws off the hook parties. So you got to attend right. this. You got it. You got it. Absolutely. And, and it's the Havana Nights prom. It is on uh, September 16th. We'll uh, link to that, of course, from our Facebook page and, um, I just just love to kind of connect you with uh, Kate Hoffman of, of Earn to Learn, and then um, just get a chance maybe to chat with Desiree at some point down the down the road after you get through this event, and and just see what else we can do to to help promote the great work she's doing in the community. Thank you, Tom. I really appreciate that so much. Our goal for this event is to raise $144,000 so we can finish the next phase of 10 tiny homes. They're about 90% complete. We just need to get the roofs on, get some plumbing done, get some electrical done. And then we have a whole new community where we can embrace 10 more residents and get them into this really, really fantastic program. Although I don't know why they need roofs. If you're throwing the party, right? You're just going to go through the roof, right? Jessica, thanks so much. Thank you. Jessica Kaiser of J. Kaiser Workspaces, as well as the uh, the prom committee chair for Havana Nights, the prom for uh, IMU 360. Once again, it's going to be Saturday, September 16th. 
tickets, information, details, uh, probably just best to head over to their website, IMU360. That's the number 360, IMU360.org. And click the, uh, the event details there to get more information. My name is Tom Heath. You are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and streaming on downtownradio.org. Support for Downtown Radio is provided by the Tucson Gallery, located in downtown Tucson inside of the proper shops at 300 East Congress Street. The Tucson Gallery offers original work, reproductions, and merchandise from Tucson artists like Joe Padgett, Jessica Gonzalez, Ignacio Garcia, and many more. For information about all the artists, including when they will be live at the gallery, head to the TucsonGallery.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook as Tucson Gallery. We say it often, but we probably don't say it enough. you got to check out downtownradio.org for all of these amazing shows. Radio Club Crawl is one of them. Arizona 411. We can't forget about Buck and Honey on Friday nights. Uh, these are just volunteer DJs doing amazing shows. Uh, and for years, I think Buck and Honey were, were here when, when this station started. And every Friday they put together a uh, fabulous playlist and some witty banter. So check them out on Fridays. You can check out Club Crawl or Arizona 411 or the Roadside Rest Stop on Mondays. Or you can tune in before us here on Sundays and listen to The Art of Easing with DJ Bank, the musical bomber. And he's preceded by Mr. Nature. Just all kinds of great stuff happening. Downtownradio.org and get all those details. Coming up in just a few minutes, we've got Ted Prezelski with Words and Work as he talks to... uh, Local writers and members of the labor movement here in Tucson. And coming up on future shows for Life Along the Streetcar, a couple of fun interviews of some, uh, I think, cool projects. Imagine getting married and uh, deciding that uh, the wedding gift that you want most is a mural on your back wall, celebrating your love and celebrating the things that you share together. And then imagine you get someone like Ignacio Garcia who is a really well-known Tucson muralist to to paint that mural for you. Well, that happened, and we're going to talk with uh, Michael and Aaron, who made that uh, happen on their wall. And we're also uh, scheduled to talk with Jeffrey Anthony. He's been on before when he worked for the city, uh, had an innovative approach to uh, supporting local businesses. Uh, He is now over at the University of Arizona, and uh, there's a podcast that he's putting together um, called the Inquiry Oasis, and it's a podcast about the uh, the faculty and some of the research that they're doing um, here to make um, impact in our world, and it's happening over at the university. So, looking forward to those. And of course, if there's something you want us to cover, a hidden gem or a story that needs to be told, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, send us a contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org email, and we will. Uh, do our best to uh, research and get that out there. Again, thank you to Jessica Kaiser of J. Kaiser Workspaces and the uh, Prom Committee Chair for the uh, upcoming fundraiser of IMU 360. In honor of that, uh, we want to leave you with some prom music. want to thank Ryan Hood again for allowing us to use their song at the beginning of the show. And we're going to leave you with something from the 2018 musical called The Prom. And uh, you are listening to Barry is going to the prom. 
I hope you have a great week and tune in next Sunday for more life along the streetcar.